You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. On this very inspirational episode of the podcast, we've got a guy that lost 215 pounds in a year. Are you ready for the most impressive part, Robin? What? That was five years ago, and he's kept it off. That is awesome. Guys, I'm Robin Shaw. I'm Michael Buckley. And this is the podcast. It's the podcast with Michael Buckley and Robin Shaw. I've lost 85 pounds. Now I'm a personal trainer and help other fat people. I was the last kid picked in gym class. Now I'm a personal trainer and I've got a six pack. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing I haven't well. How are you seen doing? you in like a week or two. I right? know. It seems like You're forever, on a right? Vacation. It feels good though. It feels I'm, good to be back. I'm not going to lie to our our listeners who are like our family now. Man, when I fall off the wagon, I fucking off? fall off the <laughs> wagon. When I say like the last two weeks, like I've been eating like like candy for breakfast, donuts an hour later. I mean, I, I and I wasn't really even working out that much. Like I was just a fat fuck times ten. Oh yeah, this um, was the like that week yeah. in between Christmas and New Year's. Yeah, the gyms. Well, are and like the weekend. It's been empty. It's, empty yeah. you can go during prime time yeah. and just like start running laps in the middle of like what would ordinarily be like a yeah totally but now we're well club. after new year's and i'm still a fucking mess uh, yeah. <laughs> you know like fine you could say in between christmas and new year's everyone's a mess all right we're well into january are you getting a lot of calls for your training services because of new year's resolutions yeah well that eh, you know what i've been really busy all on winter so i don't know i've had a good it's you know a lot of times people stop working out and then January first everyone starts up again. Um, all my clients were really good this winter. I was a mess, but they. Wait, have you seen my indo board videos? I have. Isn't that was, that really that was impressive? your gift, right? That was yeah. My uh, the indo board. It's literally like a um, a wooden board that's like two feet long, and you balance on a cylinder. It's really hard. It looks easy. No, I don't think it looks really, easy. You make like, it look easy, right? Everyone's like, oh, let me try, thinking like they could, you can't even get on it. It's impossible. Go to uh, Instagram, Robin Shaw Comic. You could see the, the videos. I was like balancing on it. And then I threw basketball. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. awesome. I did <laughs> I, see that. Uh, but anyway, so my boyfriend got it to me for as a Hanukkah How do you post all Christmas those? Gift. You know how I'm like technologically. Retarded. Uh, sorry. Ch- uh, special. Challenged, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I I always wonder how do you post all those things? Cause you know even my workout yeah my workout buddy I feel like he occasionally I'll ask him to snap a picture of something that we're doing yeah or to shoot a video just so I can show use it to as a clip to send to other people yeah. for when they're working out on their I own. I just like prop my he phone. He gets really up. weird about it. I just prop my phone up on like against the wall or something and press record, and that's it. For that basketball one, my brother was holding the camera. Oh, that works. Yeah. Um. But I don't. Maybe put- I'll ask your brother. Yeah, you could hire him. It's 443 Productions. He has his own production company. There you go. There's a plug. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> he he's a really good filmmaker. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I've been doing these in the board, and uh, it's so good because you're, you're balancing because it rolls back and forth. So you're working every muscle in oh, your body. Oh, all those little stabilizing yeah, muscles. Yeah, like I felt like, even though I've been a fat fuck all like last month, but um, my butt's really tight and my thighs are really tight from uh, the indo board. Oh, that's the best. The, all that stabilization work is so important. Yeah. Do you know what the one of the biggest injuries in America every year is people tear their ACL? And you know what the most common way they do it is? How? Changing directions while walking. 
Not playing rugby. I pulled my knee. Not I, in I a hurt my mixed knee. Mixed martial from, arts. It was from changing directions. Just from walking down <laughs> yeah, the street. Yeah, that happened to me. And the reason why is because the things that 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 the stabilization stuff, like that, the indo board, Bosu ball, things like that, all those little stabilizing muscles. Yeah. People don't pay any attention to that stuff at all. Right. And that's why. And that's when you end up tearing you your ACL came up on walking the down screen. the street. Oh, <laughs> sorry. We, High tech. Our fa- our picture just came up on the screen. I got excited. Um, how was uh your holiday season? I guess. I mean, it's been it a couple good. of weeks. I just feel like I haven't seen you. So I it feel. was pretty low key. Yeah. Which I like. Yeah. I did. Did you make any resolutions this year? I mean, uh, I'm always like lose weight, <laughs> you know? right? But that—that's like, but that's like every day I wake up and I'm like, I'm not gonna eat sugar, and then like breakfast comes around, I'm like, ah, fuck it. But uh, today's day two of no sugar for me, by the way. Really? Yeah. What are you, what are you going for? Ever? Do you have Do you have like a finite <laughs> time that you're like, I want to? No, because well, we've talked about this on the podcast. I'm an addict with sugar. You know, like whatever I could. I mean, I don't, but I could do a bump of Coke and then walk away. Like, right. I could have a drink, one drink, go to the bar and have one drink and be fine. But I can't have one munchkin. <laughs> like, I can't. Right. I get the shakes, <laughs> you know? I like. You ever look at the serving <laughs> sizes for things? Like, like Oreos, it'll say, like, four Oreos. Yeah, like, who the hell could have who four is Oreos? Yeah. I mean, you could have four Oreos. If I'm eating Oreos, like I'm you. eating Oreos, you yeah. know? Yeah. So. Oh, man, I fucking love Oreos. Do you ever <laughs> Do you ever dip? Oreos into a jar of peanut butter. No. Okay. I didn't mean to make a, pe- a judgy face, but it was just a reflex. Fat <laughs> listeners. Okay. For those of you who are who are off the wagon, don't do it. Don't buy, do it. Buy Oreos and buy a jar of peanut don't butter. Don't do it. And dip it in. It's so save, good. Save it for your cheat day. <laughs> oh man. But um. So anyway, I wanna. We should call our guests. I'm really excited. It. Oh wait. Question of the week. Uh yeah, actually. I got something about um, how can I stick to every year I join a gym, I never stick to my New Year's resolution. How can I stick to my resolution? That is from Brian six four five six. Okay. Wait, hold on. I, I wanted to get up. We had a funny S- comment. And so I wanted to read him. Sorry. Yeah, wait. What's the, wait? Say it again. S- every year. Yeah. I join a gym. Yep. Uh, every year I quit. I, do you have any tips? on how I can uh, keep my New Year's resolution this year. What do you say? I say part of the, I think the reason why a lot of people don't stick to resolutions is they make really unrealistic resolutions. Mm-hmm. So I think the key to, to keeping a resolution, to making it work, to making it something that works all year round is to, first of all, don't just say, don't pick a resolution that's completely just a result, right? Like, I want to make more money this year. That's a, that, that, to use myself, for example, I want to make more money this year. But if I make it my resolution, I resolve to make more money this year, that's not really going to help me. But if I say, I'm going to be more active in my, I'm going to be better at promoting myself on social media, that's something that I can actually do. So that's something that I can make a habit, something that's like more right. sustainable. Make it, yeah, and make right? it specific. Specific, yeah. right. Yeah. That's the key word. Like, don't just, I was like, I want to lose weight. Well, no, say, I want to lose five pounds by the end of two months. Like, you know, like something right. that, like, is a, t- like, uh, an and actual it, thing. Right. Yeah. So, like, r- examples of resolutions that I think work really well are things like that will help if you want to lose weight. I resolve to, to carry a water bottle with me everywhere I go. Uh-huh. Right. I resolve to, to always have vegetables ready to consume in my in my house right that 
It's low calorie. It's going to fill you up. The whole deal. If they're there. Yeah. You know, I resolve not to keep junk in the house. Right. Do you know, yeah, like no, things no, like that? Like these are yeah. all things where it's like you will you achieve the end it. result. Yeah. But it's it's way more proactive. So right. I see if you're, you know, if you're more proactive and specific about your resolutions and you're more likely to get the end result that you're seeking. Right. No, that's good. I like it. Guys, if you have any questions, write us. Uh, you could tweet me at Robin Shawl At Buckley Body Guru. Or on Instagram, I'm Robin Shawl Comic. Or on SoundCloud. On you SoundCloud. Could I wish I can't get it up. Someone wrote <laughs> something funny about us. Also, uh, make sure you subscribe on iTunes. That way you'll never miss an episode. Get your friends to subscribe yeah. on iTunes. Guys, we really love when you comment and rate us. We really appreciate it. So keep it coming. We read everything you send us. So. We actually we got an awesome tweet. I'm going to give a shout out because... Uh, what the hell are they called? Um, someone said that they were inspired by our show to start their own podcast. Oh, yeah. I saw that, too. It's... Uh, is this life podcast and they tweeted us at is this life pod and they said uh what, what did he say uh yeah he just said that uh they listen to our show all the time that we were an inspiration for them to start their own podcast that's awesome so, so now guys listen to ours and then go listen we're to making theirs. other people's dreams come true <laughs> and so. i gave a great tip about the oreos and peanut butter <laughs> right but um, all right. So, uh, yeah. So reach out to us. We love hearing from you and keep listening. So, all right. So our next guest, his name is Anthony D'Amato. Right. He's uh, he lost two hundred and fifteen pounds Holy in a year. Fuck, he's kept yes. it off for five pounds, and he's paying it forward. Now he's a coach. He's a yeah. weight loss coach for other people. That's so awesome. He's got a great story, and uh, that's so weight like weight. Well, weight loss coach is that so he's not a trainer he's a like life coach but focuses on weight kind of yeah and i'm i'm assuming some nutritional content consultation yeah to be honest with you and this is why this should be a really interesting conversation yeah what i just said that's about all i know okay great let's call him. and let's, i i've let's... known him for a little bit so yeah. i've i've seen the transformation right uh which is he literally he looks and like a he different knows person you're calling yeah <laughs> he looks like a different human Hello, hello. Hey, Anthony, how's it going? Hey, man, what's happening? You are, you're on the podcast. Hey. Oh, here we go, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to get into to your whole story. So we were, we, just as a perfect segue, just to kind of go a little bit in reverse. So you're, you're working as a, a weight loss coach for other people. Um, what, what does that mean? Because I, I, I didn't have the answer. I thought it would be better if you describe it yourself. Like, what is a weight perfect. loss coach? You called the right guy. Um, well, you know, I spent a lot of time after I lost my weight trying to figure out how I was going to do this for the long run. And, um, you know, I did it. I, I lost a lot of weight. I did it fast. And then you're like, okay, now what do I do next? And for me, the answer is eat. You know, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to celebrate. So I'm going to eat and I'm going to drink. And I'm right, you've made it. Right, right, right. And... And, and that cycle kind of kept happening for me. And I felt like, how do I get out of this? You know, what do I do to have something for the long run? How am I going to live this way forever? Right. And, um, you know, I kind of figured it out through practices and through other mentors. And, and I got to the point where 
I knew that I wanted to help other people. People were asking me all the time, what did you do to lose weight? How did you do it? Yeah, that's, yeah. You know? Um, So I decided, let me, let me figure it out. Let me see what I could do to help other people and be someone that is sort of like, you know, I liken it to a sponsor in an addiction program because I feel like you always need somebody to check up on you. Right. To see accountability, you know, to hold you accountable. Do you do it? So do you do meal plans and stuff like that? Or is it more, um, support for the psychological and practical day to day stuff? Yeah. It's, it's a little bit of both. I think that I, I try not to stress anyone out, forcing them to do a certain thing, note for note, word for word, you know, um, calorie to calorie. Like I, I try not to have this intense kind of plan. But I work with people and do give them something after we kind of talk about their past, their present, their future, all of this stuff. Then we can go on to, okay, what works for you and your mind and your body? And then create this plan within ourselves. So it's very personal. It's very one-on-one. And it's, it's a cheerleader. It's a motivator. It's someone that you can just check up with instead of Googling or you know, looking at a million different people's plans and trying to figure it out yourself. That makes sense. I mean, the customized aspect, I always say every, every, everybody is different and everybody is different. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, you know, Robin's story is actually very similar. Yeah. She lost 85 pounds. What is it? Eight, six years ago, eight years eight ago. Eight years ago now. And it was the same thing. Like, and now she's a trainer. When I'm and a tra- I do in home. So I'm in people's houses. So it's really one-on-one and it's really the same thing. Like I, uh, it's like such a, cheerleader type job because because i've been through it like i know what it's like i know this i know at two in the morning when there's ice cream in your freezer that like it's real that um, it's like an emotional thing that to like say no to it you know uh so i always try to to, like give myself to my clients like 100 percent at any hour they can call for that support to like put down the ice cream you know or like uh (laughs) right yeah because it's so much deeper than just well, don't eat it or just work out. There's so much. You need that support. So I, I totally get what you do. So, so Anthony, I de- I de- we definitely are going to ask the obvious, how did you do it? But before that, I just want to get a little bit of background on your history. Were you, were you always overweight as a child? Was it something that set in later on light? What's, what's your, just a little bit about the, you know, your, your journey with being, you know, what led you to, what fact, what other factors other than, you know, maybe not the best diet. What's, what's your story? What's your story, bro? Sure, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> well, it is an interesting story because I don't think I was, you know, really ever sad with what I was. Um, just kind of grew up as like the funny fat kid um, in a big Italian family where, you know, food was abundant on holidays and special occasions. And then when that wasn't happening, it was, you know, lower middle class sort of uh, you've got to eat this because that's all we've got kind of uh, lifestyle. So, um, you know, I was a musician, I still am and a a performer and kind of just grew up in that scene too, where there was a lot of that around bars, a lot of uh, drinking. I was just kind of into it all. I never said no to any type of of food, drink, um, any kind of laziness I, I just really was kind of whatever you know right. and um i guess so it's been about five years now or so um i just really had 
I wasn't feeling well. I was starting to get panic attacks. I was so starting where, to really where, get anxious. Where, what, what, did, what were you weighing in at your heaviest? I was just about to ask that. 375. 375. And how tall are you? I am 5'11". Uh, you're a big boy. Yeah, I'm a big <laughs> dude. And, and, and you know, like, I had big hair. Um, I was this big guy with a big singing voice, big stage persona. It kind of always worked for me. So I was never really unhappy. I was never put in a situation Yeah, that was like where... me too. I was a big girl, but it was working for me. So I wasn't right. motivated I was to lose it. Right. I was, I was nervous to lose it. I, oh, no, yeah, I, I won't have what I've been building or, or whatever. Like it's part of your identity to yeah, the point it where it is. It is. You're known as. It works for you. It's part of. Who Were you, you ever are. afraid that you wouldn't be as funny if you lost weight? Oh yeah. Oh my goodness. I was afraid. You know, singing is my my thing. It's really how I make my most money. I, I thought I would never be able to anymore. Um, I thought you know that gimmick wasn't there anymore. That meatloaf. That, that thing that set you apart. That. Right. Right. And I mean, boy, was I wrong? But I, I started to get you know, really just unhealthy feeling. It was more that that than anything else that inspired me to kind of kickstart this. And um, really it was, let me look online, let me look around. My mother had had some weight loss books around through her years of kind of fluctuating. And, you know, I, I, I knew for me what the number one thing was, and it was sugar. I'm an absolute addict. We were just, we were just, we were just talking about, talking about that. I feel like we are Robin's twins. on day two of no sugar. I'm on day two because oh, I'm like, girl. I can't. I mean, I was just saying I could do a bump of Coke, walk away, fine. You give me a munchkin, I'm fucked. Like, I can't stop. Serious. Serious. I'm knocking on people's doors looking for rows of cookies. Like, <laughs> it's, it's really it's really bad. And so I'm, I'm back on day two of it, too, after the holidays. So, um, and, it's, and it's a struggle. These last two days are reminding me of when I first started. Yeah, and it's funny because I was saying, um, like, you know, we're, we're now well into the new year because I feel start January 1st, you know, but, like, I was still a mess on January 1st, you know. I didn't right. – so two days deep. Well, the thing about January 1st is that you still have the same body and the same habits that you yeah, had on and, December and 31st. there's still all this fucking food in my house. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I had so, many, so much chocolate. Like, it's not like December that midnight I empty out my fridge, you know. It's the same crap. Oh, yeah. Cookies everywhere. Everywhere you go at this time of year, it's like just, I don't get it. I, I really never understood why exactly, but it's just abundant and it's everywhere. And it's like you're kind of forced to do it. You feel a little guilty if you don't have that dessert because somebody made it at home or something like that. There's this whole psychology there. Yeah, and isn't it? I mean, bizarre. you'll understand this because you've been, you know, fit, you've been keeping the weight off for a few years. Um, I find, like, when people are like, oh, have a cookie, and I'm like, no, I can't. People go, oh, come on, you could have one. You know oh. what I mean? And I'm like, no, which I is, can't. Which is fucked up because you would never say to an alcoholic, just have a beer. Right. Just have a beer. Right. Right. Everyone knows what that one beer but means. But people get insulted. They're like, oh, come on, you can't have one. And it's like, fuck off i really can't right. you know right well this is what really inspired me to get into the coaching because it is it is an addiction it is something that is is more addictive than than alcohol in my opinion you know it's, it's because it's so freely available and so cheaply produced you know it's just everywhere and and that is that mentality of every person i know you look good you can afford one exactly and, and like you know 15 it, it, pounds in... later because i'm on a bender we're in Manhattan, so every corner you could buy food on the corner. You know what I mean? So it's, oh, literally it's on the so, street. Yeah. You don't have to go indoors. It's so accessible to just eat this sugar and eat this crap. You know, where like if you're a meth head, like 
there's just not meth. You can't just do meth on the street walking. But you can eat ice cream while walking. I think you, I mean, you could probably get away with smoking meth walking <laughs> on the street. <laughs> at, least you're, at least you're in Manhattan. <laughs> I get your point, but <laughs> especially with all those e-cigarettes, like, I think you would totally just pass yeah. it off as like, no, it's an e-cigarette, man. I just, uh. Meth know. is like the one drug I've never been like, huh, I wonder what that's like. Why? It, oh, is it drugs. the valuing a full set of teeth? Yeah, or? no, but like there's some drugs which I know are bad, but I'm like, huh, I wonder what it's like. But I, meth, I have no desire to try ever. Yeah, I was, I, it's not a good look. I was singing a party. I was singing a party recently, and a guy came up to me and said, "You were amazing, man. Here, hit this." And it was like an e-pipe cigarette. And I was like, "What is it?" He goes, "You don't ask. You just do it." And I was <laughs> like, Whoa! I'm like, maybe I just did meth for the first time in my life. <laughs> really, I didn't know what it was. I mean, of course, it was like a hemp oil or something like that. But that's uh, you don't know. You really don't know what people are carrying around. I, can, <laughs> I think a rule of thumb is no. You should always ask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, All right, Here, man. shoot this. Just shoot it. Yeah. What, what is it? it? Just, just shoot it. You don't ask. Just shoot this. <laughs> so, Anthony, uh, what, what? Yeah, so, so when you made the decision to lose weight, what, what did, what came first, diet or exercise or both, and what did that look like to start? It was a, a little bit of both because, I, you know, I've always liked walking and I always like kind of exploring and taking little trails and things like that. So I started it at the time with my dog and we were walking like a trail and it was a mile or so long and I, I kept wanting to go and go a little bit more, but I had a Shih Tzu at the time and he couldn't make it around. So I started keeping him at home. And so at 375, I got to pretty fast walking about five miles a day. Um, and other than that, it was diet. So I didn't really stress myself out any more than that. And what, what, um, physically. what were the specs of the diet? Was it just eating less? Was it eating different foods? What talk to, talk to us a little bit about that. It was low carbohydrate, definitely cut sugar out completely. Um, and any kind of carbs that I had were sort of like starchy vegetables and things like that. But it was probably, I probably ate more than I've ever eaten before. I was just eating cleaner right and, stuff, yeah. and, and, and feeling better and, and really looking at the things I was eating and what was in it. It's, it was all very real food-based. I think I read something. I think this is from your website. I read something where you said that uh, you said something to – your mom said something about, I had an egg and I'm still hungry. And your answer was, then have another egg. I was having – yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. So She, we, was, she says it all the time. You know, what am I supposed to dip my – you know, what am I supposed to dip into the eggs? You know, like she's so used to that, that, um, you know, toast and dipping it in. And, and it's like just a, a habit for her. Oh, it's like conditioning. Yeah. yeah. Right. This, this programming that I've, and, and I've been able to really consciously look at my family and understand why I, I felt these ways of connected to certain food practices and things like that. And I said that to her, if you're still hungry, like have another egg and, and don't do the egg white, you know, go for the whole thing. You'll be fulfilled. You're getting a lot of healthy nutrients and you're not you know you're eating more of this fat to burn the fat you've already got so on back to the um like the coaching so let's say someone comes to you for the first time they sit down with you they're overweight like what's the first steps p you, you advice you give people to get started i ask everyone to take a look at their daily practices and what makes them feel bad 
you know, because everyone comes to me with a story of, I know I eat this and then I get so guilty or this is making me not feel right after I do it. So I, I ask them to consciously take a look at what they kind of have on a daily basis or what they have in their homes and, and write down when they have that feeling. You know, when you have this feeling of guilt or, or, or some kind of negativity associated with food, write it down, address that, understand what that means. Because, you know, and, or bring it to me and let's talk about what that means. Because you can change these habits and you can understand that you shouldn't be feeling like this when it comes to food. So it's like almost like an emotional journal, you know, like I feel this when I'm eating this. Do you know, ever hear of people doing that? Like when I'm eating this, I'm, it's because I'm anxious or I'm tired. Uh, right. You know, it's a tool that some people use. Well, I think a lot of this for me nowadays is like a thought process. I need to consciously think before I eat, while I'm eating, and after I'm eating. It's just the way for me to control all of this. Because even if it is healthy, I have a hard time stopping Right. Um, you know, I have a hard time starting sometimes, too, because I know what's going to come after that. And I'm kind of looking to eat continuously. That's actually a really. You know, it's, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that's OK. I, I was just going to say that's actually a really interesting the about taking inventory about, well, what is it that what's part of your daily routine? What kind of food do you, do you have around the house? I think there are a lot of people that are not necessarily, uh, a, you know, not necessarily don't look overweight or you wouldn't say are obese that eat like shit and probably think that they're relatively healthy. I mean, that's actually probably, right. probably most people. I have a lot of people that come to me that I have clients that start with me that, that are overweight, but I also have a lot of people that are thin, but are, have horrible habits, don't exercise at all and are actually, you know, just really out of shape. So what would you say to the, right. the person that maybe doesn't have this like, doesn't have the, the, you know, isn't aesthetically um, overweight, but is maybe like a, a fat person inside. I say the same thing to both. You know, it's, it's for me always before I even started about a feeling. It was about feeling proper, feeling right, having everything aligned um, from my mind to my digestive system, you know, making sure everything, making sure I don't have to complain about something. You know, so I ask everyone the same thing, you know, what, what are you eating and how is it making you feel? That's the most important thing um, because you, you need to be in tune. You might have this pain in your lower back. You may have some indigestion. You may have something that is completely responsive to the food you're eating. And once you relieve that stress from your body, you start to then lose the weight. You start to be healthier. You start to want to continue to do healthier practices. So you had mentioned that you kind of went off the rails for the the holidays a little bit. When you yeah. do that, is it do you, do you still moderate your uh, your times that you kind of let yourself cheat, or uh, or is it just kind of a free for all? And what are the what are the food items that are on your like? If I'm gonna have a cheat day, I'm definitely eating this. Oh, love this because I get real slutty when I put myself to it. <laughs> um, uh, and you know what? I've decided also that. I, I no longer call it a cheat day. I call it a reminder day because it reminds me that this is something I cannot do every day. Um, but for me, like, I can't say no to cheesecake. Never. It's always on for me, especially like a New York style, no crust, like a slab of cheesecake. is my <laughs> thing. I'm way into it. So mm, yeah. I fucked around with a lot of that <laughs> this holiday season. Um, I had a few, you know, it's homemade. If it's like a homemade thing, like um, a 
homemade baked good or something like that. I had a little bit of that this holiday, some family cookies and, and things like that. Um, what else did I do? I mean, it is, it is still in moderation. I'm still pretty much, like, aware of what's going on, and I know that the whole day isn't necessarily screwed. You know, yeah, I, don't, I always tell I you that just because you fuck up, it doesn't mean you have to fuck up the whole day. You know, it's like, right, I, let's say you have a piece of cake. Like, doesn't mean you need to then say, ah, fuck it. Now I'm off. I could eat whatever. It's like, no, get right totally. back on that second. People do that don't with exercising till, all the time. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to go to the gym three days this week and I've already, I've already missed two of them. So right. fuck it. I'll start up again next week. Um, Guys, I have to cut us off because do you know what time it is? I think I do, Robin. What time is it? It's the Danny Tanner what did we learn this week moment? That's right. Anthony, do you do you know what this is? I don't know, but it sounds juicy. <laughs> <laughs> so every week on the podcast, we all go around and we say one thing that we learned this week on the podcast. That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and we do it in our And we do it in Tanner a soft Danny voices. Tanner voice. And then later we put in soft music. So, right. so it's like that part of Full House when Michelle learns a valuable lesson or Stephanie exactly. learns a valuable lesson. So, Michael, what did you learn this week? I learned that Anthony D'Amato loves cheesecake. <laughs> that is true. Anything on the fitness end? Yeah, I learned that um, walking for people that need to start moving is an excellent way to start. And that if you have a Shih Tzu, that you should either get a bigger dog or leave it at home while you go on those walks. That's beautiful. Anthony, what did you learn this week? I learned that you never know who you're walking by and what struggles they have, even heroin. That That is true, or math. I learned that just because you fall off the wagon doesn't mean you should wait to get back on. And I love it. It's true. And I learned that I'm the only one who really likes Oreos dipped in peanut butter. Wait, Anthony, you were a former fatty. Doesn't that sound so good? Oh, I just beat red. <laughs> this is like how this is how fat people do foreplay. I'm like, oh, what do you think about Oreos dipped in peanut butter? <laughs> All right, guys, uh, Anthony. Anthony, where, where can people find you? Um, you can find me definitely on Facebook, Anthony D'Amato. Um, you can email me, Anthony Tomato Coaching, that's D-A-N-A-T-O, Anthony Tomato Coaching at gmail.com. Um, search my name up. There's a ton of articles and blogs that I contribute to. Great. All right, I Anthony, thank you so much. Thanks so much for coming on. All right, All right. guys. Take care. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. All right, All right guys. Thanks. Thank you Bye. for listening. Uh, you can find me on uh, Twitter, Robin Shaw, or Instagram, Robin Shaw Comic, or just go to robinshaw.com and... At Buckley Body Guru, uh, Buckley Body Solutions on Facebook, buckleybodysolutions.com. And please subscribe, rate iTunes. us. <laughs> subscribe on, on iTunes. We need friends. All right, uh, I'm Robin Shaw. <laughs> I'm Michael Buckley. And this is the podcast.